0: I'm Hans
1: and I'm Laura and
0: we we love love to go go to the the movies. movies. Before the pandemic, we loved to go to the theater and watch a film on Saturday.
1: And now we're doing it in our living room. But one way or the other, the one thing we love more than watching the movie is discussing it.
0: So now we get to do it with you and a cocktail.
1: So enjoy
0: Hans Hans and Laura Laura go go to to the movies. movies. Hello, movie fans. This week we watched Captain Fantastic, a 2016 film starring Viggo Mortensen, among others.
1: That's right. And we watched this film because, well, I wanted to watch this film, and I kept bringing it up again and again and again to watch because it looked quirky and interesting, and I heard good reviews about it at the time. I think at some point I knew what it was about, but that I didn't exactly know what it was about when I was advocating for it for the last two years. But nonetheless, I finally convinced you we should watch it.
0: Took the better part of two years. So this was a film that was about a father played by Viggo Mortensen, uh, who raises his children in uh, the remote uh, wilderness of the Pacific Northwest. And his uh, his children have very little connection to the outside world, nor does he. And it's about their life together and their life ultimately coming to reconcile with uh, their relationship with the, uh, the rest of society, I suppose.
1: Yes, I would agree with that. And I think we have a lot more to say, but first... Hope we do. We are drinking...
0: Oh my ice is melted, Lara. There's know, no clink.
1: My, there's no clink in my glass either. We are drinking
0: spiced rum
1: and coconut seltzer.
0: Lara, what did you think of Captain Fantastic? And maybe to the point, even more directly, was it fantastic?
1: I don't know if I'd go as far as saying it was fantastic.
0: Okay, all right.
1: But I will say we'll that-
0: we it in a little.
1: I will say that I did enjoy it. I enjoyed it very much. It was, in fact, better than I thought it was going to be oh. because your continued rejection of it for the past two <laughs> years led me to believe that I was just sort of crazy and it was going to be this terrible indie flick that I, you know- we have a history, a shared history of choosing to watch movies, many of which are just sort of awful. We,
0: we certainly do, and our listeners get to listen to us talk about our our disappointed reactions to yes, these movies. Yes, exactly,
1: exactly. Yeah. So in my head, after all this time, I still thought it was going to be good, but also sort of thought, or maybe this is just one of those movies that I'm going to be completely deflated by when it is awful and strange only maybe worse because i was the one that kept saying why don't we watch this movie it looks kind of good and interesting yeah and you were slightly less on board but in fact i enjoyed this this film very much i mean there's not much to say about it it's not a special movie um it's just one of the many movies in which you can see vigo mortensen completely naked
0: yeah um, yeah yeah
1: that's and, right and you know i mean it's it's a little bit of like a a tired tale, I think in some ways, but I thought that there was, it was visually very interesting cause they were in the Pacific Northwest sure. and I, you know, I thought that the acting was good. The acting amongst the kids was good. I thought that it was surprisingly funny at times and overall I just, I enjoyed watching it.
0: You know, Laura, I think that's a very nice nice perspective that you have on, on the film. Um, what was the uh, the phrase that you said about the uh, the about the storyline? It was a a tired tale? yeah, you know i I very much agree with you about that and I think that that's my biggest critique of this film is is the the acting was was certainly was certainly just fine um in a positive way the um the movie is very visually pleasing to look at. It was shot amongst you know beautiful scenery and was very nicely shot. It was a very professionally made movie. This movie did not yeah. have, despite the uh, the plot line, which would maybe suggest much more of an indie sensibility to it. The, the 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 overall actual creation of the film was was thoroughly um, was thoroughly a studio picture. I think
1: absolutely, um,
0: albeit a smaller budget studio picture but 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 i appreciate that and i think i've i've never appreciated it more than at this point in time when we have 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 not been able to to watch many of 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 many films of that level of uh i don't know but
1: no i agree with you i mean as as great as many of the films we're seeing that are coming out of netflix and amazon studios they still just don't have the feeling of like a made for the movie theater movie and this oddly enough even though it wasn't a big film it still felt like it was made for a movie theater and it was because it was made in 2016
0: many of these other movies coming out from from uh, the the newer studios for streaming only i think that lauren you would appreciate this analogy perhaps is if we were talking about football we'd be talking about maybe division one but we're not talking about a power five conference
1: exactly right yeah
0: and it's 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 still a good football game and there's still really super talented athletes playing on that field and it can still be very entertaining to watch, but it's just not quite the same as watching those power five teams. If you
1: don't jam pack 109,000 spectators into a stadium at 8 PM, it just doesn't have the same vibe.
0: Yeah. It's just not, not, not punching at the same weight class. Um, And, and I think that that's, that's, that's sort of what we're getting at here. That being said, of course, uh, you know, I, I think that that this movie was a, a bit of a tired tale in some in some regards, and in fact, maybe even many regards. Um, a few years ago, there was a proliferation of what I referred to as Alaska shows on TV. Very um, various survival shows, a few of which still are surviving um, and that still exist on on TV. And those that do, I think, have some some staying power for for reasons not to get into in this, in this particular podcast. But I feel like I sort of have watched this on TV already before. Um, I, I could not help but be reminded of the more than obvious, you know, similarities between this and the, the TV show Alaskan Bush People. Surely you must have thought of this as well, Lar.
1: You know, it's actually funny. I didn't exactly make that connection. I think I went in a different direction with the pop, right? which I can discuss afterwards. Please. But please continue on with your point.
0: Well, I guess it's just that it felt like it was a, a sort of a direction that that had, had been told a little bit before. Um but I but I enjoyed it. And and I think that one of the one of the things that I thought was particularly good about uh, or, or maybe not, not even good so much. But that I appreciated about the movie was the fact that the characters were not stereotypes. All right, the, um, for instance, a father was eccentric and perhaps insane in many regards, uh, but 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 there was subtlety to him as well. He was not a one-dimensional character, and 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 so too with um, we we didn't learn a whole lot about the kids, but. Um, the to the extent that we did, we, we had the indication that they had had multiple dimensions to them as well. I, I did think that it was good that they did not turn this into some sort of a, a, a one dimensional piece about very sort of, um, you know, one sided people, but rather there were there were people use a father who who had his perspective on how he wanted to raise his to raise his family. But um he also seemed to very much respect their individuality and uh, ability to make autonomous decisions, uh, maybe to the extent of which that many parents would find to be a bit objectionable at times. Nevertheless, uh, you know, I think that that's, um, that that's, that's, that's one of the things that I think made the film interesting.
1: Well, okay. So, so I would actually sort of agree with you but sort of also disagree with you all right all right i think the thing the thing that sort of like i mean like like i said i felt this sort of just thought this movie was just you know it it was good really good not great sort of tired but any at any rate it it was like 75 percent there i think is the problem because i sort of agree with what you're saying But then on the flip side, I struggled a little bit with the idea that, like, somehow he was able to, like, raise these kids who were, like, didn't have any formal education, and yet these kids were all, like, these great musicians, and they were, like, super intelligent, and they, like, knew all sorts (laughs) of stuff, and they were, like, super, like, physically fit, and they could do – they, like, you know. Yeah. And, like – for most of the movie there was no detriment like they all had knives and nobody like got angry and stabbed somebody else i mean you didn't grow up with three siblings like i did and my siblings and i didn't play with knives and for the most (laughs) part we were very kind to each other but yeah i could imagine how that could play out if we all had knives all the time when we were young and yeah and and like your thing about them him respecting their individuality and like um like wanted them to have their own decisions. Like, yeah, that was sort of true. Except for like then there was the whole plot line with the son like wanting to go to college and like at first he really bucked away from like he the dad kind of like good point. was resentful of good that. Point. And that good point that was like actually autonomy in like a greater way. So like I sort of feel like The thing was, is like, yes, you're right for the most part. But I did find it like sort of that the characters almost fell a little bit. On one hand, fell a little bit flat because they just they were all sort of so perfect. Mm. Like they were all just like so good. And it was just hard for me to believe that this dad with like no money and no resources. Could have actually raised. These kids at like actually like did like did way better than they would have done in school in terms of like, yeah, knowing stuff. at such a young age. Like, I mean, like, you know, teachers have all sorts of challenges like having lots of kids in classrooms and kids that have different needs and budget restraints, but like they also go to school to learn how to be a good teacher. Like, I don't know that like a a person could literally just like, teach their not that they wouldn't be capable of teaching their kids, but like to the to the extent that like they were so far advanced that they were like, you know, reading these very complex texts at the age eight or had like all this like stuff memorized.
0: That's an excellent point that you bring up, R.
1: And then like also in terms of
0: feasibility of of the scenario that was painted is in fact actually the more you think about it, um, the the more the more you really start to think about it, right. the more difficult it is to believe and understand how it will be possible to get so many kids at so many varying levels right. up to up to up to one person accelerated either, slash uh, yeah. age, age appropriate slash accelerated uh curricula. It, it is musical. Very they could all
1: play musical instruments. They were all extremely physically fit and they all knew these other skills outside of this yeah. and you know and then like to to and he believed in this so much that he like devoted his whole life to it and like I understand that like this brings me to my second point is I had a little bit of a conflict when he sort of like you know spoiler alert but when he like sort of like decided he was going to like leave the kids because he was, like, having this, like, really questioning of, like, what he did was right and, like, trying to, like, I didn't, I didn't really buy all, like, it seemed, it seemed like he was presented with evidence that his wife both wanted them to have a more normal life and also didn't want them to, his deceased wife, and it's, Seemed like this was sort of an internal conflict for him. It just seemed like he gave up. Like I didn't see him struggle with that enough. I think.
0: Yeah, I, I think you know, Laura. I think these are really subtle points, and I think that they're really important points. And I think they're actually more sophisticated than some of my observations, to be honest. So, 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 so credit to you for that. Um, I think that's a good point. When it comes to the uh, the, the kids and their and their situation with when there is debate as to where they were going to go, what they were going to do. I thought that brought up another interesting point in my mind, which is that, um, and I'm glad that the movie didn't go here with, didn't go go too far with either of these things, but um, and sort of reined it in. And this really isn't re- in relation to your point, but I'm just curious about your thought. We had um, we had a couple of we had the the main conflict of the movie, I suppose. If there was much of a conflict, which there really was not, would have been between. Um, the uh, the father figure, Captain Fantastic, Viggo Mortensen, and um, the, grand- the father-in-law yeah. slash grandfather, who is also a KGB agent. Um, <laughs> well, he has had so many roles <laughs> in so many so many things, um, but. But but one of the things that I, I found about both of them is that I, I thought that they were actually both very similar characters. They were
1: very similar. I, I thought I thought
0: that they were both very, very, very confident in in what they felt was was the right way to live and the right way to do things. And they they butted heads. And I think that my takeaway is that neither of them were exactly right because both of them had 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 things that they were very much right about and very much perhaps wrong about. Um i found that to be an interesting thing i thought that was a i thought it was nice that they were portrayed that way as opposed to having a a direct evil evil person right. and you know um a direct savior going on there so 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 i'm glad i'm glad it didn't it it headed in that direction with that conflict that existed um but but that n- does not negate your your broader points that you make, which is the believability of the entire scenario.
1: Right, and then, I mean, I think the thing is, is that we're, sus- we're supposed, like, the point of movies is to suspend belief a little bit, right? Like, really good movies are just really good lies. No, um, I
0: suspend my disbelief,
1: Laura. All right, well, fair. Um, yes, I suppose that suspending disbelief would in fact be be more appropriate than suspending belief. Um, But
0: (laughs) teach their own
1: teach their own. Exactly. Um, But point still being is just in terms of a believable storyline, it sort of just felt like it was a little bit too much, too fast because he felt so confident in his opinion until he suddenly didn't. And he was sort of willing to walk away from it all and in fact did walk away from it all true which also leads to the fact that there were some other loose ends that weren't tied up but i was actually fine with that because like the movie sold me on it just like oh no it's fine like here's the word we have the resolution and this is the happily ever after moment and so don't ask questions and so I I was fine with sort of some of the lack of resolution um, towards the end, but I did for a character that I I did feel was actually not a stereotype of himself. It did feel like his character got a little flat and one dimensional when he was all of a sudden just like throw it all out the window. Like everything I believed in is wrong instead of like,
0: yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's, I think it's a good point. And 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 I, I, again, I I don't think I have much more to say about this film. No, me I, I think neither. that I, I continue to revisit the idea that I do agree with you very much that it's a bit of a tired a tired uh, storyline. Yeah. Um, in some ways, and I don't know that this exactly added very much to the canon, shall we say? Although uh, it was certainly a competently made film in, an, totally. in, in its own right.
1: And I don't want my two hours back, so that's always a good sign.
0: Well, that was what I was just going to ask you, Laura. Is it is it worth is it worth your hour fifty eight minutes? Do you think it was? Yeah,
1: yeah, totally, totally.
0: There, there, you have it. Uh, and, and, and as for me, I would say that that it wasn't it wasn't a, a waste of an hour and fifty eight minutes uh, by any means, but it was also not the um, not the uh, the the best use uh, cinematically that I've ever experienced. That's fair. Everybody's entitled to their opinion. Everybody's entitled to their thoughts. Everybody's entitled to their